I was like just listening to some tracks of Jesus and you know what? When this album came out in 2013, like my housemate, it was just like a shitty time all around and there was just like mm. a lot of nonsense going on. And my housemate had like got the album and was rinsing it and he was playing it really loud. And I could just remember hearing it from the other room. And I never like properly listened to it, I think, other than that. Because I remember just hating it. And I just remember thinking like, I hate what is this nonsense? Um, you just hear all these like synth sounds. Yeah, listening to the shit now, I'm like, this is this is really good. <laughs> like, oh yeah, Jesus goes um, hard, man. Jesus oh. is like is actually really good. <laughs> oh, we speaking. I was trying to infer which album we were talking about there because I came in halfway. That's my favorite one. Yeah, yeah. I'm from a noise background anyway, so like Fair I was enough. like, yeah, he's pulling on the people said death grips. Yeah. Because that was voguish at the time, but like, Fucking yeah, you like can hear five hundred times more pleasurable to listen to than Death Grips. <laughs> I can't get into Death Grips. I, I, I'm I like them. I maybe like... I'm not. Maybe I'm too much of a basic bitch, but I, I can't get into Death I, Grips. I, people said that, but I could hear like food for animals and Jesus and and dialect and stuff like that. I'm not saying that Kanye has heard those guys. But I mean, I'm, guess, I'm, I'm guessing he probably hasn't. But like, he's got a very know, eclectic might, taste. Like. I don't know, his sampling is the... fucking incredible. Like, I'm always looking up, like, a, a 1970s Krautwerk record that was only ever issued in Germany and, like, available on bootlegs, and, and I'm going, ah, oh, I could really get something out, and I find that fucking Kanye's lifted something. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck does he do that? that? That's an amazing thing that he does have, like, amazing crate skills. And, like, Blood on the Leaves... That's tonight on production, which is like I think Hudson Mohawk and uh, oh, who is it? Yeah. Yes, it's Hudson Mohawk and Lunis. Lunis, uh, not not the rapper Lunis, obviously. No, but no. Lunis <laughs> and because like because that was 2013, and I, I was in I was at Outlook Festival in 2012, and I just remember seeing on like one of the big stages catching a bit of a set by tonight. And then just dropping higher ground, which was like their big sort of banger tune. And it's got those same horns just going off with this like mm. really obnoxious in your face happy. But the uh, way yeah. that Kanye like cuts the strange fruit sample over that is incredible. Holy yeah, shit. Man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, kind, kind of sacrilegious, but <laughs> it's like almost, I mean it's it's insane that he would even try to do that. Yeah. Uh, but somehow it works. <laughs> totally. Yeah, he was doing a lot of work with uh, Hudson Mohawk at that time. Yeah, but yeah. All the stuff on Jesus, like Kanye had some ground rules like no EDM drops in any of the songs. Um, like he banned <laughs> his producers. Yeah, and that's why like there's this one track on Pusha T's My Name Is My Name that's produced by Hudson Mohawk, which pushes verses of fire, but it just has this really fucking annoying drop, which I think is just, is so inappropriate for Pusha's style. That dubstep drum sound and bass sound, that kind of yeah. and that kind of drum sound is just like just like really solid, yeah. no fucking reverb, nothing on it. Is yeah. anything gonna age worse than those two sounds? They are fucking horrid. <laughs> oh, man, they never so... sounded good in anything. I'm talking but... about I'm not talking about original like London dubstep two thousand and you know, end of no, the two thousand. No, 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 like not yeah. that stuff. the bro step, I'm the actual bro step, that, I'm like talking the about horrible festival shit, yeah. bro step shit. Yeah, yeah, Dead yeah, mouth yeah, yeah. five. That, that's literally fucking it is tricks, probably man. the music that has aged the worst out of any music I've ever listened to. There was like, like there was a Wu Tang album like, where they had them going over those horrible fucking Toy Town beats like that. Oh, God, oh, yeah. Just awful. Like two thousand. You know though. You know though. I will say, 
having said that, one caveat, and the one caveat I have found in the last sort of 10 years, or like eight years since I sort of stopped being involved in the dubstep scene, was recently (laughs) starting to play Doom 2016 and Doom Eternal, the music on those fucking games, first of all, goes really fucking hard. It's really, really good. And, like, it's mostly kind of heavy metal, but then, like, there are elements where it's definitely got at least a sort of triplet-based... Yeah, yeah, yeah. ...obnoxious dubstep style going on. That's kind of one... And it really works, and it really, really works with this game. Like, just with the rhythms, and you're just like... That's pretty funny. ...blasting... You're blasting demons in the face with a shotgun and just seeing them like shower you with health and <laughs> I mean, this is like what this what this music is meant for. It's so silly, it's so over the top. And that's exactly where it fits. Opposing the, the government and opposing the conservatives and the fray against the hard left who want to tighten their control. They want to uh, sideline uh, moderate voices. I don't think anybody should be surprised about that is the nature of the hard left. And of course we know that the hard left famously cannot tolerate any dissent whatsoever. We know who the hard left are, who associate with the hard left. You just said that we were right to right wing. Hard left agenda. Printing money, nationalisation without compensation. Hard left wing position. Hard left, hard left, the hard left. The hard left, the hard left, the hard left, the hard left, the hard left. The hard left, 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 There's a bunch of that kind of music on Watch the Throne and also on Blueprint yeah. 3, which is primarily produced by Kanye. Pardon me, I haven't heard that. Blueprint 3. I mean, other than probably some of the bigger, bigger singles on it. Wait, I need... Yeah, no, good. I really fucking don't uh, like Blueprint 3. Oh, that's the one that's fucking Empire State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's probably one of the better tracks on there. Like, for big singles, oh, a, a oh, solid singles. And then there's a couple of, like, deep cuts on there. Some of them with Kanye that are pretty hard, but... For the most part, yeah, it's the, like the softest Jay-Z's ever been musically. That's yeah, that album really. does not really go, in my opinion, although I love the song Jockin' Jay-Z, which was an outtake from it where he disses Noel Gallagher. No boyfriend. That bloke from Oasis said I couldn't play guitar. Somebody should have told him I'm a fucking rock star. Today is gonna be the day that I'm gonna throw it back to you. Uh-huh. I saw you post that up earlier. Jay-Z, yeah, this is Noel Gallagher. Yeah, it was after Noel Gallagher said, like, I'm not having fucking hip-hop at Glastonbury. That's not oh, right. Oh, <laughs> right. Someone tweeted about this just, like, today, I think. Yeah, like, yeah, You know, yeah. Frank Sabotka was... on Twitter. That's right. He was saying it's 13 years old. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> Everyone crazy. just, like, lost their fucking minds that That's Jay-Z was going to headline it. That Jay-Z was going to headline Jay-Z, of all people as well, literally, even in 2008 the guy is a fucking household name like the guy yeah, is he, absolutely one of the most well-known rap artists out there <laughs> i think you can view it as certainly not the loss of the war but a major battle in the kind of mindset and the kind of indie conservative anti-hip-hop mindset was lost that <laughs> lads and shirts yeah. 
We're sort of like, okay, it's it's okay to like some of this rap. Stuff. <laughs> I can like Jay Z because he has the hyper masculist mm. braggadocio, yeah. and he talks about getting rich, which we like, and cars <laughs> and women like those things too. That's all right. Maybe one of these guys is all right. That was the kind of thing. That was like Noel Gallagher was defeated. He was like, "We love you, Uncle Noel." But like, <laughs> You're a bit old. Yeah, yeah. We're going to allow one of these. We're going to hang around with one of these fellas now. So yeah. you don't have to like. Jay Z had been an established star at that point for well, his first album. What year was it that? It was 2008. Years ago now. First was album. It was 2008, yes. and his first Jay Z's first album came out in 1996. Well, he was 10 years. Reasonable yeah, doubt. I was going to say. Yeah. Was that 96? Yeah, yeah, it is a very good that, album. That yeah. was 1996. That crack money going to really good use, independently putting that record out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man, I still, what? I still doubt whether Jay Z actually sold drugs. He, he doesn't well, seem he, like the kind. This is. He seems like, like the kind of guy that did, didn't sell actually sell drugs. He's like, I sold drugs. <laughs> I sold drugs for you. 14 years and never spent a day in jail. I'm like, I sold that much <laughs> crack. <you>. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that tweet recently with like some kind of influencer, influence preneur, influence? Uh, <laughs> no, oh God. Some cunt who fucking says that he's got, you know, the side hustle king. Or right, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, the dinner with Jay Z like, guy. That's ah. right. That's right. For, for, for listeners who don't know the, who didn't catch this episode, there was one of those influencer kind of like how to make it rich in 28 days by my ebook type guys. <laughs> who had a tweet that was like, smart heads know that if someone offers you a choice between $500,000 or dinner with Jay-Z, smart heads would always take the dinner because he can give you so much more he'd wisdom. Like, yeah, he'd give you like the roadmap to success. And it's like... That's right, right. And, and I was just thinking <laughs> the it'd be dude is a funny if he's a fucking sat, billionaire. Like, do they think that everybody be, who he talks to becomes like one becomes of the a billionaire, class of billionaires? Become, becomes a billionaire by proxy? <laughs> Jay-Z has to constantly keep... By transitive Jay-Z he has to keep constantly rehiring staff because they all just become a billionaire and move on from his company. No, I, and the thing is, like, it's not just this one guy that thinks this. And I think part of the reason why this has even been in the conversation recently is because Jay Z is actually doing these courses. Like, he set up this, like, yeah, he set up, he set up this, this, like, university or something, this school, Rocket Nation <laughs> School, and he teaches courses including. Big Good Mac Marketing University, 101, man. how blackness is bought. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but, but I just thought it would be, how to be, be a amazing. Good troublemaker if... and nothing <laughs> oh, okay. is an accident. Yeah, yeah, good like, trouble. Like it's just pure self-help guru nonsense, probably. It seems like a huge scam, whatever this is. And like Jay-Z does not need to be doing this. He has enough fucking money. I feel bad for anyone who genuinely buys into this shit do you know what i mean like can you imagine like the worst shit is like i'll send you a link to this but i saw on twitter i think it was even like oh, yeah absolutely. under we should, um we should have show notes for uh this yeah we should have show notes in general actually. <laughs> a really good idea i don't know why we i mean i was going to start transcribing our doing transcripts of our show for accessibility and then i realized it would just be open season for life <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it would take so long to transcribe yeah yeah, yeah. Like, trans- no that's not the problem my day job i do the subtitles i re-speak yeah what that means is I listen to I listen to whatever's being said and I repeat it in real time. Okay. A split second afterwards, so I'm saying the same things that they're saying as they're saying them. Do you so must use some Parliament, mad slurs to... like when you're doing certain <laughs> shows? Like this. Or... What do you mean? If what you're do you like mean? doing like, a documentary about like, rap like, music, like running you're, together you're vowels, sitting, or you... oh you're right, just sitting oh, there no. like repeating all the n words. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I was talking mainly about live there, but like that's if you're doing programs, that's file, which is different. I mean, we still do re-speak in that, but the closest I've come to that is Rap Game UK, which I'm the kind of go-to guy on. Have you seen that? No, Rap I Game UK. Not. It's like a reality TV show where six young hopefuls compete to be a rapper oh i've like, i've, well, I've seen like Captain something Conan about this one extra yeah 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 it's a very obviously imported u.s yeah. concept because they have enough hopefuls to make it kind of work there whereas the, the ones on this show some of them are a, a bit uh, i mean <laughs> speaking of did you but, see um, recently just now in fact on twitter they're doing this reality show like contest for activists <laughs> yo this is jack and the day i plan to release this episode uh behind me you can hear the soundtrack of the tom cruise film jack reacher so that that show we're talking about was just such a self-evidently bad idea that it did not survive contact with social media and has now been cancelled cancel culture strikes again my friends we can do it the world is in our hands cancel all the bastards star morale Featuring oh, Priya- Priya- oh God, Priyanka Chopra and Usher. Why <laughs> <laughs> is he an activist? <laughs> God fucking Priyanka yeah, yeah. Chopra, oh. who's a hardcore Modi supporter, and just like <laughs> is she? <laughs> Literally, it's, her it's and like... Barry Gardner have their own team. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no that, that's, that's so funny man yeah that's like, so bad <laughs> there's actually i just saw a thing which is like speaking of reality shows and activists there's this new report by a bunch of like pr cunts who like literally like the most disreputable people about Failed what the labor party should do next <laughs> and we don't need to get into so much of what this consortium of pr companies report says about what the labor party should do you can imagine it's just like be yeah. pro business and shit but here's yeah. A little nugget. Yeah, yeah. Purge the crusties. La- Labour yeah. under Corbyn had the support not just from titans like Ken Loach, but also from like Stormzy and Dua Lipa, as people have pointed out. A load of like actual <laughs> yeah. genuine celebrities Uh-oh. and genuine cultural figures as well came out yeah. to support Labour under Corbyn. Like a huge amount of people, uh, really like interesting artists and cultural figures. I mean, even if Dua Lipa yeah. is an Albanian nationalist, <laughs> <laughs> well. It, I'm not saying that she's like politically righteous, but she's no, a, no, no, she's no, no. A, a, so you know, a culturally relevant celebrity. Of course, of course, I'm taking who the piss. In, who, who endorsed the Labour Party under Corbyn? We've all got flaws. <laughs> and Juliet Jakes co-compiled that big culture for Labour letter that was in Tribune because the Guardian refused to publish it because right, it of would course, be because yeah. they're the Guardian. Say you should vote yeah. for Labour because they have good cultural policies, and that wasn't signed by Dua Lipa as far as I know but there were a lot of interesting people on it yeah. anyway now these PR cunts are saying to the Labour Party in their report they advocate approaching Instagram influencers oh, including yeah, Love Island contestants ah. as an avenue to people we may not normally reach the uh-huh. report author said we need to make modern culture work for us to win hearts and minds so we've gone from culture for Labour like the most culturally rich intertwining of politics and the arts in my lifetime to the antithesis of fucking culture for Labour. <laughs> <laughs> Labour friends of reality it's TV. It's <laughs> to me because it's so obviously false and ill-fitting. 
Because a, I cannot imagine Keith Starmer getting down on the sofa to s- turn on ITV and watch Love Island. That rings yeah, false. Yeah, cool. Absolutely not. Yeah. Secondly, Corbyn, on the other hand, probably would be able to get supporters from big names from reality TV shows, big names in that world. He probably would be able to attract folk like that organically. Like it's just the kind of thing. You had people from what's it, Clean Bandit, and that coming up, going, "Yeah, Corbyn, fucking <laughs> hey. people that are not you wouldn't associate with being political activists or whatever at all." He had that actual crossover appeal, but like, no, they're going to junk it in favor of. It's just very <laughs> just trendy paying these Instagram it? influencers. It's going to be like influence. when Demi Lovato tweeted, "Like everyone should go to Israel. It's a great place and not an apartheid <laughs> state." And then had to admit, "Yeah, okay, I, I was paid to tweet that." Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, this post has been sponsored by the state of Israel. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just going to be like that. All, no, all these people, to... like, yes, Keir Starmer is great. <laughs> like these Love <laughs> Island contestants. <laughs> Ridiculous. You know what's even better than winning Love Island? Voting Labour. (laughs) Pay Kanye to endorse the party. Give him another billion. Spend all the Labour Party's remaining funds on getting Kanye to to come back. Kanye Starmer, a new new nickname for Keith. Kanye. (laughs) I can't remember her name, but there's one Love Island contestant that I'm very sympathetic to. She was from a previous series, and the reason was because she had has ADHD oh. and it's not just a kind of thing where like yeah we're all mates no, um, <laughs> oh yeah sorry I should just say for um, if anyone listened last time and Jack tweeted afterwards something about me constantly interrupting Did I? I was like I can't uh, help maybe. it I can't help it it's the ADHD <laughs> <laughs> and, and afterwards I was like shit am I going to regret tweeting that because I hadn't been diagnosed at that point and, and in fact like a week and a half two weeks ago I was diagnosed with AD with severe combined type ADHD oh my so bad I'm sorry I was, I was ableist <laughs> no 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 I'm not no 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 that's not me putting you on blast at all it was a funny joke and I do always interrupt people but like the thing is like I just I, I feel very affirmed now I don't know why I brought that up again I was saying Good. oh yeah that was it like the, the Love Island girl also has this shit and my mother doesn't really know what's going on. I'm 38, you know. We've had bu- this bullshit for nearly four decades <laughs> now with me. Like, why the fuck is that guy so weird? And is <laughs> what everybody thinks. And now we finally found the answer. But my mum had never heard of this. And this girl from Love Island was on an interview on sort of This Morning or Loose Women or one of those shows that she watches where she was kind of explaining what it was like. And she really kind of helped my mum understand it. So I have like kind of nothing but, but props. And also the great thing about that also was that it was in response to Joss Stone. What? That fucking idiot. Fair enough. Joss Stone, who, former singer. Who, who appeared who, um, on something with Jordan Peterson recently, right? Is she right? not a singer anymore? Is she a right-wing extremist? <laughs> yeah, no, she joined the IDW. I don't know. She like. might as well. <laughs> I don't know what she did. If she's, I, mean, I don't know if she's a... I called her former singer just to be okay. a bit. <laughs> uh, I, don't know, I, I don't know if she still sings or not. But no, she has some podcast, like all fucking idiots nowadays. And um, <laughs> she was on her... see what I did there. She was on her <laughs> podcast with some guy from Iceland who likes to like swim in frozen lakes and like that's his whole thing oh, i'm like really wiry and i look like leather and i can withstand cold temperatures well, well done <laughs> and, and like she, she had this fucking guy on and they were promoting the idea that you can just think your way out of mental illness oh, or whatever and she, she was giving all this shit about adhd doesn't exist and blah 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 and the love island lady took it to task it was very good we were talking about something read some effing oliver cam that's how you cure mental illness why is it that the biggest fucking wankers in fleet street all get on 
this mental health train. <laughs> is is Oliver Cam a mental uh, health guru now? Yeah, yeah, he wrote a book what like was, how no. he's talking about his depression. Pure mental illness. He was the previous. Are you kidding me? What was that name? Fucking the fucking hell. the fucking the Ayn Rand debunker. Sign the Houston manifesto. Yeah. What was that other cunt? No, what was his name though? Johan Harry. That ate... That's the one. Yeah, that's exactly. And Alistair <laughs> Campbell. He's big on mental health. He was health the pioneer now. of that. And, well, he's uh, yeah. I guess he is Fleet Street. Yeah, as yeah, well, yeah. Former journo. And yeah, then he held all... Fleet Street in the palm of his hand while he was in number 10. Yeah. I was going to say that about PR before, um, when we were talking briefly about PR. Like, uh, there were 20 or... Th- what was it? 25 people in my journalism school graduating class. And one went to WikiLeaks. One went to ITV. A couple went to, like, Freelance for the Guardian and that. But uh, all the rest are in PR. Mm. So the I journalism to being... Spin Doctor pipeline. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is like the same porous, thing, right? I mean, what? it's just, like, two sides border. of the same yeah, coin, yeah. essentially. Like, you need to know journalists yeah, and you yeah. need to know so the press to be a Spin Doctor. Them, absolutely. It's the same skill yeah. set. For one of them, you're advocating for a particular brand or cause i guess and for the other one you're supposedly advocating for the idea of objectivity well yeah but it's basically the same basic oh yeah one other thing before i stop talking is that <laughs> i was going to say just to wheel back around it would be funny if the influencer guy chose the dinner with jay-z, <laughs> jay-z sat him down and said first of all you're gonna have to sell a lot <laughs> no jay-z's just gonna say you should have taken the fucking five hundred thousand. <laughs> yeah, he's like that's hustling here in this dinner with me are you stupid yeah, yeah. you know to be honest i think jay-z should be doing fewer of these extracurricular activities and should be, uh, working on his craft a bit judging by his verse on jail oh I thought that when i listened to his verse on jail god, earlier, in my man, cell that's my that celly is, that's an, oh god it's so bad yeah, that's an excellent point to pivot to the topic to which we're actually supposed to be talking <laughs> I, i'll admit kanye his west it, album it, kanye west album his on the drake album is I thought that he actually gave more to Drake. I don't I think come, I have heard, I heard that. that. I heard that consensus too. I have to come clean. I cannot listen to Drake. I just, I don't have the gene that permits me to listen to Drake. I just find him a herd. I was listening to him when I was editing the show like the a other big day. big child actor. I, I made some jokes about it in little inserts I recorded. I was like, yes, I am listening to Drake because it goes in one ear out the other. I just want to have some, <laughs> some like ambience on in the background. It's you know, very background music, right. especially this album. Like, but, very little of it actually stands out. Oh, um, totally, yeah. I've listened to it try, once. I should try sending him beats. I li- uh, <laughs> yeah, I this history. you could be but the next force. Ma- maybe... I have this fucking... history of sending rappers beats. And, like, I sent... Actually, I sent a beat to a, a well-known indie rapper. And he had me, like, change it three or four times. And he was like... And he actually said, Oh, man, I thought I'd finish the album. But this one's going on there now. And then just never used oh, it. Oh, that, that's never classic, done. like, oh, rapper yeah. stuff. Like, you fucking... <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing about that is it's a guy that I've never respected. Oh, right. fair well, enough. There you go. <laughs> and I was purely sending him the beat because I thought, yeah, he's not that famous enough. And you have indicated. You know, he's, he's like the accessible level that like maybe I can get him, use him as a bridge to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to that Drake album once and I c- could not tell you a thing about it. I remember mm. nothing What's it other called? than... Certified love... And the artwork, the artwork. <laughs> which... You are hiding a child or 12 children. The, the artwork children. is incredible. <laughs> I mean, it's this fucking Damien Hurst. It's like 16 fucking bitmojis or whatever and it's just the worst shit but the one track that does kind of stand out not for being particularly good but it's just the fact that it's future rapping on right said fred okay Um, when they use the i'm too sexy sample and future and young thug i'm too sexy I'm gonna drink it drinking me some pup smoke me a blunt i'm so Um, sexy too sexy for this trap 
too sexy <laughs> for this part. It's that's absolutely it's, hilarious. It's, it's really funny. That's basically his equivalent to Kanye got Marilyn Manson and DaBaby. Yeah. Drake was like, which controversial cancelled pop star can I get on there? Oh, right, yeah, yeah. friends. <laughs> bald loons. It's it's seen all the like people on left Twitter like getting genuinely angry at a fucking right said Fred, uh-huh. and was just like, this is easy. I can piss off all these people without even having uh, to. Dr- like, Drake have is a, a Drake is a very bold on artist. Stage with me like Kanye. Drake is spiritually very bold, similar to right said Fred, who was physically very bold. So <laughs> you know, but. I would say I wish they hadn't deleted the perfect tweet that they did about it. Man, keep talking. I, 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 I'll find the absolute perfect right said for. I was gonna say that, that like if Jay Z's verse on Drake's album is better than his verse on Donda, I mean, first of all, the bar is really fucking low there, and his verse <laughs> on Donda is really bad, purely phoned in. And when Jay Z phones it in, he really phones it in. I think I was yeah. telling you in the DMs, Jay Z or lazy, am I right? Uh, you know, <laughs> or, or um, Gazy, as uh, Nas called him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jay Z and Cacafella records. But then, <laughs> but then the other thing is, Jay Z has contributed. One of the worst guest verses in any track I've heard on Drake's Pound Cake. Not the infamous monster verse. No, no, no. <laughs> Jay-Z's verse on Drake's Pound Cake. Where there's a bit where he says the word cake like eight times in a row. <laughs> uh, Whether you have a red cake or a blue cake, a red cake with great big red cherries or a blue cake with great big blue cherries, the fact is you will not be able to eat that cake because you have the milk. It sounds like the stoned ramblings of a guy that you just like, <laughs> see, like oh God, stumble into, just like now. sort of just mumbling some shit along on the street, and you're like, "This is so bad." This is an incredible verse, guys. It's really cake, 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 cake. Five hundred million. I got a pound cake. Nns <laughs> is fronting and that's upside down cake. Get them a red nose, they clown cakes. It's so bad. They should have never let you round cake. Look at my neck, I got a carrot cake. K-A-R-A-T. Yeah, of course, uh, clever. Now here's the icing on the yeah. cake. Cake, 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 cake. Uh. Honestly, though, Kanye does that shit all the time that's now where he'll brilliant. just like rhyme like 15 lines in a row with the same rhyme. I gotta confess, I was listening to Donda again in preparation for this, and I got to the line where one of the fucking children delivers the line, biggity, biggity, yeah, bong, biggity, so bong, biggity, it's biggity, so, bong, or something, and I was like, I'm turning this fucking bollocks off. <laughs> auto-tune twat like baby keem is it? Oh, yeah 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 that's Ken- kendrick lamar's cousin baby is that Keem. kendrick lamar's cousin i don't know who any of these fucking children are man and none of them should be rapping i don't care if i'm an old fucking guy well, yeah that's kind of like if we want to transition properly into talking about donda now i don't think we need to properly introduce this shit this is real politic we've got our jan from leftover oh, our, our yo, good mate yo, yo, yo. Uh, and tom disso a long-time producer and associate with us today i'm jack as you know uh, and i think that should about do it we'll give arjan a chance to plug his shit at the end and that's shit in a general sense of course <laughs> no. not in, 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 no, in, in a very literal sense 
that good shit. That, no, not in a literal sense. That that good shit. Um, okay. <laughs> um, Please follow at Nailhead Party. Go to TomDissonance.com. Cop the new or newish album, New York. Proceeds to charity. Good shit. You know the rest. Yeah. Well. Well. Anyway, we. I just did my plug. <laughs> okay, well, that's for hustling. Double plug. But... Did Jay-Z give you that hustling advice? Like you got to get him in the first few minutes. This episode was brought to yeah, you by I... Tom Disso and his album New York. Yeah, man, I, I got him in the car park at the gig and he was just saying, man, you just got to talk endlessly and never fucking shut up. So I was like, thank you, Jay. So, so we're going to talk a bit about uh, Kanye West's album Donda today. A lot of context behind this record, but we can't get into right now. I just want to seize on one point that... D- Disu, we well, we could get into it right now, and I just called you Disu. But, uh, <laughs> That's my Eastern European. Thomas, you're, Thomas you're Romanian. You're Romanian. Other, you're Romanian doppelganger. <laughs> I just want to seize on your point about the children because this is like a two-hour record, basically. And I'd say there's about there's an hour of this that's a Kanye West record, and then there's a you know a, um a, another hour or so that. <laughs> is like fuck them kids the children as they're so called them these rappers who i gotta be honest i am listening to a lot of rap at the moment i've listened to a lot of rap in the past but i didn't listen to very much of it between this year and like 2018 so i have no idea who the fuck any of these people are a lot of these names sound familiar like lil Durk and lil baby and Baby Keem yeah, and stuff, yeah, yeah. but I haven't really listened to any of their music. And for me, it all just kind of like after Lil Yachty, they all kind of started sounding the same. Yeah, and that's yeah, kind of like when I really tuned out of hip hop a little bit. Um, that's probably like around 2018. And I was going to say earlier on the Drake album, actually, like the awful Damien Hurst album cover. Like, this, <laughs> this dude, like. I still can't get over it. I'm I, sorry. I, 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 like, I actually, I think his beef with Kanye is genuine to an extent because I think Drake and Pusha T genuinely hate each other yeah drake Drake resents pusha t so much that he resents kanye along with it but drake walks in kanye's shadow like getting some like tacky damien hurst art like to be Uh, that's yeah and that's such a kanye type of thing to do like the first track on the album as well like i think it's called champagne something Champagne, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, champagne, yeah, champagne poetry. poetry, and it sounds like it's like a sort of Kanye B-side that never made it to an album. Like at least the mm. beat, he's trying to like at least in parts of this album, he's trying to do Kanye, and it doesn't sound good. I think what with Jay turning up on both records to do sort of past his prime verses and the cover for the Drake album, I think one theme of this one strand that is going on here is '90s guys past their prime not putting as much effort <laughs> anymore because they know they're gonna get paid anyway. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's one string in the tapestry. Carry in on, terms sorry. of the people on this record who I'm familiar with, I know who The Weeknd is. Like, he was yeah. in that spot where I was listening to a lot of hip hop yeah. and R&B, his famous trilogy. I like some tracks, including the Kanye produced Tell Your Friends on that Beauty Behind the Madness record he made. So I'm familiar with The Weeknd. I know who Travis Scott is, although I don't particularly like him. I know who Jay-Z is. Jay Electronica is great. Although, you know, we'll talk more about him later. Uh, I know <laughs> West Side Gun, Royster59, been in the game yeah. a long time. I don't think West Side Gun's been around. Why is Royster59 long at all? 
He does like one word. He's on like we walk in God's. Wasn't fully cut he co- out. Yeah, he comes in. He obviously wrote Kanye's verse on that song. Well, keep, keep my, my spirit, spirit alive. alive. Yeah, yeah. I quite so, like that so, song. Yeah, I mean it's a good verse. Like Royce did a good job mm-hmm. writing Kanye's verse. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but basically, they cut in what must be his reference track for Kanye on just like a couple of lines. So he just comes in mid word for a <laughs> bit, and then he has a cool line: "We walk in God's spiritual ordinance." And I don't know why. It's practically war cloud esque, like, <laughs> like how rough. It yeah, is. yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know if anybody knows war. Yeah, cloud, I correct man. myself. War cloud's my favorite Wu Tang affiliate, but he's long rumored to have been a crackhead. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, and like his albums all sound like they were made by a crackhead. <laughs> yeah. That's credibility, man. I know who Chris Brown is. Unfortunately, Obviously. he's yeah. on. A, I'm familiar with the late pop smoke although again not my yeah. kind of thing really yeah ty dollar sign he's done <sighs> yeah. i mean that's just quite a where do you go with like, with like pop smoke that the pop first smoke time bit I is just like him... seems so out of place like yeah, what, yeah, what's yeah. he doing there i think the first time i heard of that kid was when he died and it's just like man how can you even really begin to assess someone's contribution when they were around for such a short yeah. time yeah. yeah not to say that he wasn't any good or anything but it's a truism to say that it's a waste of potential, of course. But I just don't even know where to start with. Was I mean, even was this track just like something that he'd been working with, with Pop Smoke or something, and then he just put out as a tribute to him? Or if he just managed to somehow get hold of unreleased acapellas. I don't think you can... That would be the, very the weird. Thing. But it's also a very Kanye thing to do. I don't think you can accurately say he worked on it with Pop Smoke. I think it's a track right. on Pop Smoke's posthumous album that features Kanye and Pusha T. So, right. I, you know, Pop Smoke was killed like 20 oh, okay was it last year or was it 2019 i think it was last, last year. year well this album i think came out this year anyway and like so pop smoke it's all like posthumous verses and i don't think he would have actually worked with kanye and pusher on the track mm. and this is basically it's just like they sample his vocal off that song and just put it over a piano yeah. for a minute and hmm. it sounds bizarre as well rhythmically because yeah. the censoring on the album they only really use his hook which is like one line like we made it but he says the n-word before we made it and so <laughs> we made it comes in yeah. the strangest place in the censored yeah. line does there he, is only a clean as well they censor every he, yeah every single he censors yeah, yeah. all the racial yeah, insults yeah. as well as the profound every yeah, yeah. I suppose he is a man of god yeah, yeah every mm-hmm. single instance of profanity including one of the guys from the locks saying yeah, hell yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that that oh, is censored. Wow. He, sa- he says that. as hell. <laughs> oh hell, my god, hell is censored. That's incredible. It- I was born to rock a crown. Yeah, I knocked it down. I was born to rock a crown. Hell yeah, I knocked it down. So this yeah. is a choice that Kanye made? I didn't realize. Yeah. I thought that he's this was gone, like some... He's gone full Ned Flag. What the fuck? He these tracks, man. Like, he could have <laughs> easily said, right, I'm oh not doing uh, profanity on this record. Can you guys write me some verses without profanity, yes. please? But instead, he had <laughs> these right people the record verses with swearing, including some of his <laughs> own verses, and then just blanked it out i'm telling you right now i am telling you right now so obviously like a lot of the religious themes in this album uh carry on from the last one from jesus is king and they're so on the nose here you know like they're so front and center with so much of the stuff I'm telling you, this man is doing the most elaborate bit I have ever seen anyone do, <laughs> especially after he pulled all that shit in 2018, right? Where he said all of that stuff about slavery and he like kind of stood with Trump between yeah, yeah, 2016 yeah. and 2018. He just like pulled all of this completely absurd shit. And 
I'm still not entirely sure what he's trying with this album with like making it a club for like cancelled celebrities and people who should really not be in the public spotlight anymore for very good reason like Chris Brown like Marilyn Manson you know these people are very rightfully cancelled let's say yeah views on this Booji Banton uh, is <laughs> I, mean, actually, I, I, I don't want to say I, I was going to say he's one of like the less problematic people on the record but is he on it I didn't really he then, he's, on the track, he's, he's, he's got all of these people he's got all of these people coming on this album which seems to be this massive like especially just the track Jesus Lord where he's just like tell me if you know someone that needs Jesus Lord Jesus and, Lord. and I'm just like this is the most audacious fourth wall breaking shit like Kanye keeps on he can't keep on getting away with this he, yeah, he's yeah. like I mean, he's created this confessional booth or something for all of these people I, I, or I was gonna, I was gonna like say reaffirm their, their faith or something gonna, I don't know I think you're onto something there because he's kind of gathering his sinners yeah. yeah I was gonna say about Bougie Banton I actually thought he was still in prison because he did like almost 10 years for cocaine trafficking right but he's actually out <laughs> oh, now shit. he did a big stadium show in Jamaica to celebrate his release from prison so I think he actually probably did work with Kanye on this record or at least sent his stuff across and recorded it himself like not over the telephone from prison yeah. <laughs> less yes. phoned in than jay-z's time, verse for sure time honored method yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah sorry i didn't mean to step on that punchline that <laughs> and he appears on it but then i was gonna say well if i'm gonna be criticizing the fact that he got the baby on as this attention yeah. seeking thing inspired <laughs> by the baby's comments about hiv like yeah I will say that probably on balance the song Boom Bye Bye is more homophobic than the Baby's on stage diatribe. Did you read the Baby's comments? Because I read them before as part of I was doing the genius thing, looking clicking right, yeah, on all yeah. the links and reading the genius yeah. annotations, and I read the Baby's comments, and they are reprehensible, but also one of them, the thing he said at the end is incredibly funny. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> they probably shouldn't say that, but like. Like, all right, let me just. I, I'm gonna have to go to the genius page and like tell you what I mean because see see if I'm right here or if I deserve to be reprimanded. Because like I'm prepared to accept either option. Where we go? Jail part two. Lyrics. Featuring Da Baby and Marilyn Manson. Oh my god. Although I don't feel it musically fits with the rest of the songs, except for having no drums. Okay, here we go. Because that baby's verse is all about him being cancelled. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, kind of taking a defiant stance against his cancel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was like, man, no, don't no. do that. You <laughs> because our friend Tej, friend to other podcasts, he was saying that it's a shame about all the homophobia and shit, because of all the children, as I have dubbed him, <laughs> baby is one of the most innovative and interesting in his rap style. He's... And I was like, really? Really? <laughs> And I listened to this verse and I was like, no, fair dues, that's fucking it true. It's a solid verse. The guy is a good rapper. Very like, good he's verse, a good man. rapper. Yeah, and yeah. the verse is much better than fucking Jay-Z's. On the other <laughs> it's one of the standout <laughs> verses on the record, I think. Because like, Kanye like, which is outdoes most of the guests. I don't know who he's getting to ghostwrite these verses for him, but in most of the tracks where... He's got guests and himself. Kanye drops the best verse, which is yeah, unheard yeah. of. He never did this shit before. Uh, Arjan needs to give Cruel Summer another listen, I think. I think it's a variety <laughs> of people writing his verses. I think yeah. like, a lot of the time it will be oh, yeah, like yeah. the other singer or rapper yeah. on the track is also writing Kanye's verse. Like right. some yeah, of yeah. his lines though, I swear there's at least three lines on this record where Kanye alludes to 
like selling drugs or being some kind of gangster. <laughs> I'm like, dude, we know that's not true. Like, like, was he was he really born in Atlanta? Is that true, or is that just him trying right, to get right. in on the trap thing? Like, you're reading someone else's line. Connect yeah, yeah, yeah. like Legos is a good line, but like, is uh, Kanye? Kanye, you're like. I hate it when Americans say Legos instead of Lego. Your you're closest Sorry. thing to a connect is Pusha T, and you, your relationship with him. I mean, maybe Pusha T does just sell Kanye loads of blow and that explains like why a lot of this <laughs> like connect for I, I imagine the amount of cocaine Kanye takes or maybe, maybe right. can I just can I just say I got the, the baby comments up right the first two sentences you know obviously reprehensible let me know what your thoughts are on the third sentence <laughs> If you don't show up today with HIV, AIDS, any of them deadly sexually transmitted diseases that'll make you die in two to three weeks, put your cell phone lighter up. <laughs> Fellas, if you ain't sucking dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone lighter up. Okay, you can see why yeah. that rightly provoked yeah. offense. Oh, I thought Ladies. they were funny bits. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies. Ladies, if your pussy smell like water, put your cell phone lighter up. Oh <laughs> what? What the fuck? <laughs> Smell like water. Yeah. I uh, know. I was like, I, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go to the mat defending that. Or no. anything. I just uh, I read that and I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? No, it's man? like it's hilarious. It, I so mean, it, it some, just like, reads like he's a on, shit. He's on, his, he's, he's on his Gwyneth Paltrow. Shit. The, the other jade eggs and candle vagina the, cleansing. The, the, treatments the, 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 no, good, anyway. the third line that feels bizarrely out of character is when on one of the tracks he well sort of sings always had mob ties always had mob ties like <laughs> no you haven't again like jay-z pusha t these like these guys are the closest things to gangsters that you know and you didn't know them while they were gangsters or, or like all my all, all my, all, all my all he said all my friends used to gang bang all of my friends love the gangbang. No, they didn't. You're from the suburbs. Your mum is an English like professor. Just... <laughs> I quite like it when he just lies yeah. to me. <laughs> That's great. That's the most maybe, trivial thing maybe, you can maybe tell lies gonna, about on a record. Maybe he's like out once doing the whole like finding Jesus thing and also doing the Rick Ross thing where he's yeah. going <laughs> to overnight and just start pretending that he was this massive drug kingpin. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I can just think of like, is start calling him himself opposite. El Chapo or something like that. <laughs> he's doing the opposite of Cool Keith's I Don't Believe You. Where he just, he just like, accuses him of a bunch of really banal shit. You will believe anything. He like, starts claiming thing. a bunch of shit about himself. Like, yeah, no, I got four cars. <laughs> like that Himanshu brag on the Hussar remix. I got three shirts and they all look expensive. The, 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 That's the best example. The only thing I can think regarding the mob ties thing is that Drake has a song called Mob Ties and there's a few songs on this album where it seems like he's throwing shots at Drake. He's the only person less likely to have Mob Ties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Like, like, Drake yeah. was literally a like, fucking... He, like, he might have had like, Mob Ties actor. when he started in a movie about gangsters who were children. <laughs> like, Drake was literally a like, fucking a, a guy, actor what, in, like, in a teen show. And apparently the story goes that in between shoots... He would just be rapping all the time and then no one would be able to get him to stop. <laughs> the guy would just be constantly rapping people's ears off. <laughs> 
So maybe, yeah, you know, he knew from day one that that was his calling. He should have the childish Gambino reputation, man. I don't know why he's more credible. Because he's well, not he, anywhere he near as singles. talented as childish, childish Gambino. Childish Gambino. Donald Glover like, is a really talented dude. Like He doesn't have a big pop single, you know, like fucking Hotline Bling or whatever. Is, he this does. America no, 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 no. When Redbone. Like, Whenever it was like, everyone Redbone. should watch this video. Sorry, Redbone was his yeah, big, yeah, yeah. big, was big single. One, was it the first one? I don't remember. Redbone is the one with the cover is this dark face with a blue ring of light around it, I think. I remember there being a big fuss about This Is America. Yeah, that song like, was shit, You have shit, to watch man. this video, but Rubbish. I kind of checked out a lot in the same sort of years you guys yeah. did, but maybe more so. Mm. I've been listening to a lot of archive material in the past few years, rather than newer releases. I was really into the rap scene around 2015, 16, 17 mm. time when trap rap was getting really big and I had this real aversion to this stuff before that point, but I don't know at what point it was probably like ASAP Ferg's Trap Lord album. Um, <laughs> That's what, man, which dump, is like, dump. That is the song. So dumb. Like, I cannot it's... repeat the lyrics to Dump Dump, but the yeah, chorus yeah, yeah, is yeah, one yeah. of the it's... funniest things I mean, things it's I've like, exactly. Heard. Dump Dump has like one of the most insane hooks ever. I fucked your bitch, nigga. I fucked your bitch. Oh. I fucked your bitch, nigga. I fucked your bitch. Oh. She sucked my dick, nigga. She sucked my dick. But then also like Shabba and like work remix and like stuff like that. It just goes really hard party music, you know? And like, it was around the time when I broke up with my then long-term girlfriend and I just went off the rails a little bit. (laughs) And sort of like, yeah, just like listening to a lot of this shit. Around that time, you know, future Young Thug and stuff. I feel like they made a lot. And like Travis Scott, what you were saying, like even though, yeah, I don't, I think he's not a good rapper by any means. His verses are mostly shite. But there's a lot of bangers associated with him, either that he's produced or co-produced or that he's featured on. Pick up the phone yeah. for me is still that track for me really sums up that whole period and it still goes really hard. But I think then, he wrote um, some of Kanye's lyrics on Yeezus as well. He's definitely he had got to have. He had to have. Absolutely. Yeah. But like I, I was like saying that like, people like Playboy Carti, like when you're talking about the children, like Playboy Carti. <laughs> On my notes, there's literally just one that just says, I don't like Playboy Cardi. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, uh, I think Lil Baby did a good verse on Hurricane. I yeah, thought yeah, I thought, I thought his verse good. was good. Yeah, yeah. He sounded really sad on it. It, it yeah. fitted the song. <laughs> Who was it that I made a note that I liked one of them before? 5 EO, I think, goes Yeah, high. yeah. Okay. I, I mean, <laughs> off, off the grid is just boring. a fucking... I don't yeah, know. Yeah, sucks. He keeps I, on I, showing I, up. Like, like, I got to that song... I would cut him off, I think, just about everything he's on, because I don't like Oh, it. fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind his vocals, but wasn't there a guy called Rory who used to always post about Vore on left Twitter? Ah, no way! <laughs> I was just like, Surely not, not my yeah, co-host. Please tell me that's not my I co-host. Think <laughs> I think they're still around, but they maybe have a locked account and just don't post on main. I think they're probably still around. <laughs> fair, fair enough. That's, that is, that is still around, posting Vore. <laughs> writing for Kanye. <laughs> I was going to say, I agree with with Arjan though like I was really into rap in like 2015-16 it felt like it was the most innovative place in music and all the like interesting rock artists and stuff were saying well I'm mostly into rap at the moment like that's being made I was into all the singing and autotune stuff and I still am to an extent but 
I just feel like things went too far in that direction for me. It was like, okay, I like this as, like, a tool in your arsenal. But, like, yeah. don't yeah. any of you want to spit hard bars anymore, you know? At yeah. some point, and like, rappers just started sound, sounding writing. really bored. Like, that became, like, a style where you mm. just, like, sounded like... You had to sound like you had as little... I think it was 21 Savage was one of the first ones to, like, really get that style. And then, like, everyone started copying that. Where you want to sound as dispassionate and as fucking bored as possible... And I get it, it's a style that works for some people. It's really not my cup of tea, though. I don't know, I need a bit more energy in my verses. British people fucking shit up again. <laughs> oh, I 21 Savage, yeah, he's British, right? I don't think there were any British people in this album, were they? Mercifully. I mean, I don't know, actually. It would have been cool to, like... He was leaning into grime a couple of years ago, wasn't he, Kanye? And I mean, because everyone did... was. All the big American artists were at that point. Yeah, yeah, when he did All yeah, Day yeah, yeah. at mm. the Brit Awards. With, <laughs> like, with like, every yeah. grime artist. <laughs> the entire grime mandem yeah, on yeah. stage with him. It was so good. Oh, the big wild. pyrotechnics. Alan Kingdom and Thelonious London. I don't think <laughs> either of them... Not Thelonious London. The Theophilus. Yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> yeah, it. I, That's I, it. Yeah, I, I thought confused it was someone very Easily done. Easily done, exactly. No, I was listening to Donda as I alluded to earlier to prepare for this. I was like, I'll get another listen in. And I got bored and I turned it off and I started making my deaf jokes playlist. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that kind of dates me. I made my complete definitive jokes discography. So that's wow. 1999 to 2010. But then I've been ducking in and out of rap since I got Let's Get Free by Dead Prez when it came out and it blew my mind. That's a cool and album. I've been, I've been more or less focusing on it ever since. So I dip out and my taste gets quite phase based. Doesn't... And I'll have a big jazz phase for six months yeah. or nothing but opera for uh, four months or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I always come back to it. Sure. Like, Doesn't Let's Get yeah, Free um... have precisely one Kanye beat on it? Yes, it does. The remix to Hip Hop, namely It's Bigger Than Hip <laughs> <laughs> Like Malice not becoming the actual, no not Malice. The one, not the one that everyone... <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Finding Not God. The one that everyone knows with the, with the three note bass line, but it's a good remix. It's quite busy. It's actually, yeah, it's really busy. It's like a skittering little symbols and like. It was quite popular around that time, I guess. Like ODB sampling the fucking TJ Hooker soundtrack. <laughs> that kind of thing. Big baby Jesus, I can't wait. Kind of like really like totally hyped up fucking, oh, like I'm going to jump up and punch you guys. Jittery, adrenaline. So, like, yeah, it was one of those kind of beats. Really, really jittery, I guess, is the word. That makes sense like talking about kanye's beats this album there is one track that he's credited as the sole producer on and that which is, is the opening track donda chant <laughs> which is uh, selena johnson the woman who sang the hook on all falls down oh, yeah. way back in his first album just saying donda 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 and it speeds up and slows like a I heartbeat heard a myth, apparently i heard a rumor yeah i heard a rumor that it was based on like the number of heartbeats she took before yeah she it is some oh, sick God. shit man and then someone else was like, oh How my god kanye what the fuck <laughs> if that's god. if that's for real that's so fucked up i think it's one of those brilliant this is where all the urban yeah. myths are nowadays like we used to hear about marilyn manson sucking <laughs> his own dick now it's mad shit like this that tiktok kids and but like uh, so this is but, the but, modern the, but when you consider legends. that like later on in the album kanye literally writes a verse speaking on behalf of his mother talking about how great he is and gets <laughs> someone else to say it then you're thinking 
maybe he could do that you know like this is something wait is that not a sample yeah, i thought that was her i thought that was a, a sample of her speaking at some event i assumed it was yeah some kind of event that she man if that's revoiced though that would be the <laughs> shit that's ever... the track that they cut Pusha T off that was like the most emotionally honest that fucking tune great. on the album that's, that's when... the track where it just like becomes this like huge gospel sermon it's like, the kingdom it's the kingdom the power <laughs> and the glory yeah that's really interesting that it's really interesting to me because why if you're going full on into this christianity thing which by all accounts it appears he is why would you leave off something that kind of raw is it like a hedge against being too that's weird that like where wouldn't you go full throat i mean yeah i mean may maybe it is maybe i'm completely wrong here and that's what i assumed that it was was no no i think it is it is actually her so count that out count that bit out entirely <laughs> okay. <laughs> one thing I did like there is one I was reading along as I said with the genius lyrics and you know it italicizes people who are you know different yeah, verses yeah, yeah. in, in yeah. doing, doing one verse and such like yeah. and I did notice that he took a line from a sample of his mother speaking and then used that to rhyme with I think yeah, I yeah, was, yeah. I'm a huge sucker for that technique anyway I fucking love it when they do <laughs> like Doom MF Doom was a brilliant that well, was one of his master techniques mm. taking a word from the sample and then rhyming Rhyming off it, rhyming words with yeah. it, and I really love I, that. I, That's a very effective technique. I, I thought the verse with Pusher, it was him and Kanye going back and forth. I thought it was yeah, trading a, lines. I thought it was a, a was brilliant really verse. Like Kanye references the song American Pie, my 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 Miss American Pie, and then Pusher <laughs> comes in with what was the best line on the album was a hero after Katrina, <laughs> but that levy went dry. Like oh, that's wow. the kind of shit. And then Kanye compares himself to Jesus one line later like this ultra christian guy he's like mum met my dad back in 75 two years later the chosen has arrived you know oh, it's i am a god even though i'm a man of god all over again yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my 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 miss american pie was a hero after katrina but that levy went dry mom met my dad back in 75 two years later the chosen has arrived one of my favorite bits of doing that kind of stuff is from jay electronica's verse mm. on jesus lord best verse on so the album. i mean hands down the best verse on the album despite how problematic it is it's, i mean <laughs> what, it's, it's, 30 pieces this... of silver i mean just then he's like just <laughs> oh, yeah, like within course. the fourth line he's talking about the rothschilds and like <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because he used to date a woman who was in the rothschild family uh, oh really <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah people speculate that that's where a lot of um, his uh uh, oh wow! Concerns come, come originally yeah, from back from the great beyond, like the son of man or the son of Donda brackets, yeah, and yeah. then right then the hook comes in. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and obviously Kanye is doing this shit entirely consciously, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Man, that fucking J verse. Oh, it's so it. good. It actually, man. I actually just listened to like the best of J Electronica so far. The back of it, that double CD. I was like, fuck it, I'm digging this out so, again. The one where he's rhyming over like the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Oh, soundtrack. cool. So is that like a, a, co a an unofficial compilation of all the yeah, yeah, stuff he put out? Yeah, double CD bootleg. Yeah, that's cool. In, came out in 2010. 2011 or yeah because like he put out a lot of so. stuff he just didn't put out an album for ages yeah it was all on myspace and then, and then and he like then, that, he, then he put out that album last year and it was like him and jay-z going back and forth on every track now jay-z was putting a lot more effort into that shit than he was into his last couple of verses
Well, I think Jay will rise to the standard that he's presenting. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Which is clearly quite well, low. Kanye wasn't even rapping on, on Jail, so like, what's... There's no quality control on it's this like... album. I'll wait till Arge gets back and present my unified Ka- theory of Kanye. Kanye went, went to Jay-Z and was like, yo, here's a track with no beat and I'm not rapping on it. <laughs> do, do, do your best over this. Do, do yeah, you man, want, the man, return of it. the throne, sure. But, back, uh, by the way. No beat. Jay Electronica uh, does was... no beat, so Jay-Z's done that shit before. I was going to say, I was just thinking of then the J probably J ghost written opening track to the untitled Nas oh yeah yeah to get the money which is a fantastic great track, track. that's another of his yeah J does the beat or whatever it is drumless beat the loop mm. I guess out of Jan Tears and piano music from the either Amelie or Goodbye Lennon's. <laughs> Jay, Jay Electronic is such a little hipster in his taste. You know? He's always yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh yeah, I, lo- I love uh, Michelle like, Gondry films. I like Sigur Ross. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay Electronic are on Letterboxd going, right, sampling this one. <laughs> so there's some great lines in his verse, like, earthquakes will strike this yeah. nation for what Bush did to Rwanda, what the Clintons did to Haiti and Downing Street street did to ghana like, a, bit, a bit of anti-imperialism in your rap music that's gotta love want. it and then love like i appreciate the shout out to the brits mm. yeah yeah for sure this is what you just love about how you just love to hear downing street in yeah, a Kanye yeah, album yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> jay electronic has spent a lot of time in the uk yeah like, especially when he was dating kate rothschild so he right. is probably familiar with the history of british imperialism mm-hmm. to an extent he seems like a guy who reads a lot i say even if it is a lot of nation of islam stuff and and, and yeah. so on yeah. but like the sickest line in this like as sure as the doj confirmed ezekiel's wheel i could change the world like yakub with two pieces of steel sure. that are so sick <laughs> and that dickhead at pitchfork who ranked all the verses on the album was just like i am so sick of having to get a dictionary and a thesaurus to understand Jay Electronica verse. Like, not my fault. You know, it's not his fault that you're fucking stupid. And, like you want everything spoon-fed to you. Like that you don't know like what Downing Street or Sodom and Gomorrah are. And the, the Jose Castillo line yeah. is brilliant as well. Fucking yeah, yeah, he's killer. Yeah, I was here for that whole bit. Someone says that on the genius comments. Something like, how can heads be listening to all that mumble shit? How can you go back to listen to that mumble shit when you heard a verse Actual like that? Actual rapping. like this. What yeah, did you man. think of Kanye's verse on this track? Because I thought it was a pretty good throwback, conscious rap kind of thing. It's very college dropout era Kanye. Yeah, maybe written by Consequence, who still ghostwrites for Kanye like a lot. Right. He's from that milieu. I was going to say, the common consequence Chicago type extended mm. to milieu. Yeah. yeah. That, that's just a guess. I don't know if consequence did work on the track. I liked it. No, of course. But he I does like still work with it It's properly something to get your teeth into this verse, as opposed to just mumbling about God or singing. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, he's fucking rapping for four minutes. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the most substantial thing. The longest he's rapped in years. Sorry to sound like an old cunt here, but yeah, properly I'm sounding like one of those bring back the classic days of the boom rap (laughs) no but i mean hearing it's quite remarkable hearing kanye actually rap and sing on this because he's rapping with the most clarity that i've heard him in years i mean like the last time i heard him really go off on a track probably was no more parties in la yeah 
Because that's a proper verse, and I don't know who wrote that, but it's a proper verse. I think um, that one was him. That is probably parties. him as well, right? I mean, it's very personal, right? So Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. But then, you know, so many of his verses, like, they seem like the most personal shit, and then you find, and then someone you else find out that yeah, it was exactly, written yeah. by, like, Aunt Clemens or some <laughs> random good music person. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. On this album, first of all, the production sounds a lot cleaner than it's done on any of his albums in a while. The track sounds sort of more finished, even the ones that I don't like as much. They still sound mostly, with that pop smoke and a couple of other exceptions, they mostly actually sound finished. And he actually sounds good on a lot of these tracks. Like I was saying, you know, like mm. he oftentimes upstages, with the exception of, I think, yeah, this one, where Jay Lechronica's verse is the better one. But in almost all the other tracks, he like upstages the guests. And that's not really something that Kanye has done before. Because he's a funny rapper. He's never been a very technically proficient rapper or particularly erudite rapper or anything like that. You know, he's not like making some really clever word plays and stuff. He does a lot of verses that sound like shit posts and they are just quite funny, yeah. you know? And shit posts <laughs> or dad jokes. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. <laughs> Having said that, one thing that really occurred to me about this album, there's one, maybe two jokes on it. Yeah, yeah he's very straight face. Am I right? Very straight face. Yeah. <laughs> when he drops the Adam's rib line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what like, everyone's what, mentioning. Yeah, one of the only times I genuinely like, love. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! It's 2004. Yeah, yeah. Making goofy jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Suddenly realize that there's nothing else yeah, in the yeah, album exactly. that's funny that's true, at all. That's true. Anyway. Which is very, very uncharacteristic of Kanye because he's normally very funny. That was quite striking. Uh, I mean, I... He must be part of a religious denomination that forbids jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Taliban. No cursing, no humor. That stuff is all. I well, think you're describing the Taliban right there. That's fine. <laughs> yes, prosperity gospel. Yeah. Like, what's his name? That fucking doofus, Creflo Dollar, and all that crap. Those guys you see on the cable TV fucking saying, send me your money for spiritual redemption. Shit. He's definitely of that strain. He, he's got, religiosity. He's got to be um, <laughs> the biggest Christian rapper in the world at this point. Surely, I'm sure rappers who are big might say they're Christians. So Drake is the biggest rapper in the world, I'd say, right? And he's Jewish, so you can count him out. But other rappers who are Christian are not Christian rappers in the same mm. way that Kanye is now. Whatever you think of his, I was going to say, what is that? Where is the line there? Mm. I guess once you've established your own choir, whose albums you release yourself as separate <laughs> enterprises, yeah. to your own albums, you're probably a Christian rapper, I suppose. Kendrick but this Lamar is what I'm saying. He indication. is doing the most elaborate bit that any of us have ever seen. At some point, <laughs> he's gonna like suddenly have a completely different phase. I was waiting for you to come back to propose my grand unified theory. <laughs> <laughs> which is that basically I wrote this on Twitter before as a kind of like preliminary teaser to this show and I said if you have enjoyed or hated my pop culture opinions this afternoon catch me on a podcast <laughs> feed near you soon talking about Kanye and one of my friends was like I'm going to stage an intervention for you. <laughs> yeah, quite funny. but then I followed up and I said do I secretly relate to the guy who loves constantly creating music yeah with tendencies towards grandiosity and overambition and a complete lack of impulse control. <laughs> Tune in to find out. <laughs> and that's, I think, a large part of... Kanye has phases. Yeah. And it's because he's completely impatient. Yeah. He's incredibly in need of stimulation all the mm. time and novelty. He has no attention span, <laughs> in my opinion, so he drops things as soon as he becomes bored with them. Yandy. He's constantly proposing grandiose, improbable ideas... <laughs> 
on impulse, hey, I should run for president. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is the kind of thing I was looking at his Christianity in this light. Like, I cannot tell if this is a sincere thing or it's another phase. So what I did call was that as soon as he started professing allegiance to Christianity and displaying this, doing this whole new bit, as soon as he started doing that, he said he's getting divorced. Yeah. Well, this is it. There's no way that woman's going to hang around with a sincere Christian. Well, I mean, I, like... <laughs> She's not about that life. Here's, like. here's the thing, though, right? And I wrote this article for my medium back in 2018 around the time when all this Kanye controversy was everywhere and which particular, which particular one, one <laughs> but like you know the one, when he when he made the comment about slavery and right uh, and, okay yeah, um, yeah slavery was a choice exactly slavery was a choice kind of, and he was thing. doing all of that stuff and parroting a lot of right-wing talking points saying the know, most crazy just like, shit that he but, could but, in a yeah. bed for a but stimulation then the, you have to realize 2018 is the time the twitter but disease. 2018 is the time when he released Yay, he released the Pusha T album, and he released Kids See Ghosts, all one after the other. And like I was saying, he has this tendency of generating controversy because he knows exactly what to do and exactly how to, especially in previous times, enrage white America. In his early years, when he was saying George Bush doesn't care about black people, and at the beginning, he was one of the few rappers to also welcome LGBT people in the rap community, which was still, you know, is still in many ways still very hostile. He had this ability to kind of like do this, but at the same time, you always know that at the end of the day, the main purpose is so that everyone's talking about Kanye, <laughs> you know? Mm, and yeah. nothing sums this up. And I was telling Jack this in DMs as well, but nothing sums this up better than when all this controversy was going on and then he releases those two tracks in the lead up <laughs> yeah, to his album he, he releases yeah like the first one was called lift yourself like lift yourself exactly and it's just like and it's kind of like has this interesting intro kind of like this bossa nova-esque intro and it feels like there's going to be a fairly big beat coming in and then suddenly Kanye literally just starts rapping in baby talk right and like he starts saying whoop did he scoop scoop did he whoop Doop, did he doop? And you're just like, what? You That's cannot, what you cannot be fucking out. And like he, he's, he's taking the piss. He's laughing <laughs> in everyone's face. But then, the second track, which is Ye versus the People, which is him and Ti, and Ti, Ti plays, Ti plays the People, and this is this grand sort of. It's this really kayfabe trial jury tribunal that's happening for Kanye, right? <laughs> and Kanye is defending himself and he's got lines like... Wearing the hat makes yeah, 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 yeah. equal. But to be fair, T.I. has some fucking dopey oh, oh, ass it's all really, it's, it's all really bad, but a couple of Kanye's particular ones... T.I. Uh, says but what Kanye's doing is worse than Catholic priests raping, raping in, in church. Raping in church, exactly. Like, mm, it's just, maybe yeah. that's a little worse. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And okay. you're a dusty hat very you, you were a dusty ass hat to represent the same views as a white supremacy man we expected better from you and then what does he say make america great had a negative perception i took it wore it rocked it and gave it a new direction and you're like <laughs> are you are you fucking t are you having a laugh kanye and the thing is at the end the final bit is just kanye saying all right tip we could be rapping about this all day man 
why don't we just cut the beat off and let the people talk? And that's no, you, it. You this couldn't is him. Be. He just wants the people to talk about him yeah. all the time. And that's what we're doing. And it's fine. I love talking about Kanye because how can you not? But at the same time, this is him. And this is why I cannot take anything this man does without a pinch of, is this man doing some really elaborate fucking performance art shit? Like, you know, he was really into like Mar- <laughs> Marina Abramovich or whatever, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. So yeah. this guy is becoming, literally becoming the fucking Phantom of the Opera and like lock himself <laughs> like who does that seriously like who else would do that shit <laughs> what do you do when you're a billionaire man you can literally just like rent a stadium camp that's it that's oh, it he's, he's bipolar he's grandiose he's possibly unmedicated he's so rich and well known to this point that no one can tell him no <laughs> or possibly over medicated on Pusha yeah. T's finest <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that like that makes so much sense. Why yeah, they're such I mean... good mates. <laughs> <laughs> but Pusha said it himself. It's only right that Ye's got a blow dealer, a hot temper matched with a cold killer. Like, that describes their relationship so well. Yeah. You know? <laughs> This album does sound a bit, it sounds a lot like cocaine. I mean, (laughs) two hours long and I imagine it's like doing cocaine in a church. Cocaine Christianity, I think we found a new genre. (laughs) I mean, like we're talking about the records that Ye made in 2018. Christ Coke. I mean, (laughs) I think it's worth saying, a lot of people are saying about this record, oh, it's his best since Life of Pablo. It's like, oh, so you mean his first album length collection of music since his since last Life album length collection of music is his best yeah. album length collection of music in the five year period since then that's really not that long like some artists <laughs> spend longer than five years between records I, th- I think I think it's significantly better than Life of Pablo I don't know I think the highs on Pablo are higher I think there's a lot of tracks on Donda that they have some stuff going for them but there's like a minute and a half of Kanye material on there and then the rest is just like all right come on one of my children come up and, <laughs> and do this like, and help me out here you know? do you remember you might be a bit young both of you but do you remember you've seen the archive performances when michael jackson appeared at the brit awards in 1996 <laughs> and jarvis cocker like mooned him you know he was on stage doing his heal the world performance with like all the kids surrounding oh him God. his feet and all worshiping the messiah that's what kanye's wow. doing he's like surrounding himself with his little disciple kid his Not little sunday sunday service choir not to say that there's anything untoward in the michael jackson kind of <laughs> with before. Yeah. i wouldn't want to in, yeah. uh, imply anything like that but no he yeah. does compare no, himself to michael he's, jackson he's definitely a doing a little does he yeah there's one recent verse editorial note it's not actually that recent a verse it is on the good music remix of don't like by chief keith on the cruel summer album where he says they're trying to crucify me like they did christ they want to see me dead like they did mike oh my god (laughs) wow i slightly misquoted it's actually the media crucify me like they did christ they want to find me not breathing like they did mike obviously a reference to a near fatal overdose on milk suffered by the former Ilford South MP. 
The media crucify me like they did Christ. They wanna find me that breathing like they found Mike. Yeah, yeah. Not, 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 not the famous comparison. He's always comparing making. himself to historically marginalized figures like Martin Luther King and Bill Cosby. Gandhi, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Marilyn Manson, apparently. He tweeted, he famously tweeted, Bill Cosby innocent in one of his various mental breakdowns oh, in 2016. But yeah, of course, there was the Yandy record that never came out. And that, that I'm was, sorry, um, but Yandy is just the best. But it's just the apex yeah. of where... Yandy and Laurel. Is he saying Laurel <laughs> or Yandy? <laughs> That's great. It's I'm, the I'm apex of when Kanye's like, naming conventions will get to. I, I'm kind of glad that Yandy never came out because the stuff I've heard, there's been a lot Laurel. of leaks from it. And I listened to what is supposedly the best, most album-like attempt to recreate what Yandy would have been. And still, fucking 80% of Kanye's verses on it were just, like, mumble shit. Yeah. Like, not as in, like, mumble rap. The, no, it's literally him genre, mumbling. As in literally him doing, like... <laughs> just, like, him rapping, poop, like... Poop to scoop. Rapping, like, the glob, glob, glob. Yeah, glob, literally just, like, sounding called. out the tracks. It seems to be <laughs> writing lyrics for him now. Like, seems to be, like, letting <laughs> letting blood from a stone. Like, he, ha he has so much to say. He can just rant for, like, three hours to Charlemagne the god or whatever but like when it when it comes to actually like using his primary medium to convey what's in his, his mind you see he can't do it i mean he can sometimes but he seems to have lost so much of his confidence this is a guy who spent so long and so much energy proving to the world that he wasn't just a great producer he could be a great mc and now he's just coasting he's not musically resting on his laurels because i think he could just make commercial records and he doesn't he's moved to a point when you're an artist and you're super like relevant commercially or whatever it gets to a point where the thing that you're doing just isn't that anymore it happens to everyone and he's still massively commercially successful because he's kanye west donda is a huge record commercially not yeah. because it's the sound of the moment but because kanye still captures people's imaginations as a character but he could easily rest on his laurels as a producer and he's still searching for something well new i was gonna say because the actual sound of this record when you get down to it the notes the fucking production, the crunch, is great. Yeah, it's, it's really, really, really good. good. The music is brilliant. Never heard so much organ off... on a hip-hop record. <laughs> and he actually pulls it he off. He could create a new micro-genre. No, but he pulls gonna... off the gospel shit on this album, unlike in Jesus is King, unlike in that yes. fucking yeah. god-awful Chance the Rapper album. I agree <laughs> with that. He's found the right blend yeah. on this one. He kind of melds the sound. I mean, disregarding all the controversy, all the hoo-ha, all the guests, all the vocals and lyrics, and when you just consider the pure instrumental version, and even disregarding the fact that it's maybe one and a half times Times too long. Yeah. Sonically, this is a great record. Musically, like, it's my favorite album. Of make, out of all I of his albums, it's beats. like it's up there. I would say, like, I think it's consistently well produced throughout. Yeah, yeah. And I know, like, Backwash, the Canadian rapper, she was also saying, this makes me want to go make beats. Mm. And I was, like, thinking, I was thinking the same. I was like, mm. I want to go and sample some fucking organs. Yeah, yeah. Some crunchy shit behind it. See what Yeah, happens. crunchy drums, yeah, no, for it's... sure. That's the Mike Dean effect, I think. He's big on <laughs> yeah, the distorted, yeah. dusty fucking sure, drums. Mike Dean, I'm not always, the football referee. No, no. <laughs> Mike Dean. Disso described Mike Dean hilariously <laughs> in, when we were chatting. He was, like, some old white cunt who spends his time making the fireest hip-hop or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
it's definitely an aspirational uh, it's a it's a career yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, like, it's how i see my 40s so no, i love mike dean man i think wizened old dude he's in a, a very good producer cap. that's what i'm going I, for. I, could, yeah, I couldn't yeah. see any uh, instrument credits for dean on this record but that's got to be him playing some of the keyboards and guitar he's surely playing guitar he's playing synth yeah i mean it's got to be his guitar in jail when i first heard heaven and hell and oh. when that track properly drops and i was like oh my god what where the fuck did this where did this come from honestly again it's so good there's bits on this album which really harken back to because i was like really involved in the dubstep scene and listening to electronic music a lot at that time and just djing and especially 2010 11 12 there was still a lot of creativity in that whole scene i find and there's tunes on this another one for example heaven and hell definitely reminded me of tracks from brain feeder mm. yeah like yeah, you know yeah, like yeah, um, yeah. flying lotus that whole genre of music which was kind of big around that time but then also for example i think it was like god breathed because that like God breathed, you've got this really nice, almost Gregorian chanting kind of thing going on in the background. It builds this it's really sampled be- be- though, isn't it? It sounds like someone playing a choir on a keyboard. Yeah, but it's, it, it, sounds, it sounds cool. It's, it's, it's beautiful. I think it just builds I this like really, it, yeah. really great atmosphere. But so, then the yeah, beat, like, stuff. constantly sounds like it could come from like DJ Rashad or something like that. You know, like yeah, you know, yeah. Drag yeah. needs some Kush, like, needs some bars you know, like, in this bitch. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, the weird little jerky. Yeah, need nah, some do, god do, do, in this bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I love that. It's a great track, yeah, no, I, that is the most Yeezus sounding track. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. On his verse, he's literally got the same flow as. I think it's actually the verse that he does in Blood on the Leaves. Maybe he does a rap verse in the middle of Blood on the Leaves. It's mostly sung. Maybe hold my liquor. I feel like no, it's, it's, kind it's of bad. hold my liquor. It's hold my liquor. Hold it's, my liquor. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I like the track. I feel it's badly placed on the album. I, yeah. f- I, I feel Neil Young did this in, uh, on his 2019 record as well. He put the one 10 minute plus jam as song two. I feel, <laughs> I feel like... I saw that you were writing about this and I actually quite like this. I like the fact that after the spoken intro, so like maybe tracks two to five, They've all got a vocal component, and then there's about two, two and a half minutes of beat. <laughs> and I, like, I really quite like that approach. It's like intensely prog, intensely self-indulgent. It is very... That is kind of a thing I always find myself sticking up for, which is why I feel like I'm betraying my own principles criticizing this album for being too overlong and bloated, but it is. <laughs> yeah. like, I have to stick up for that. And that's that's kind of easily that its, its biggest downside, is just how that's long it is. That's my favorite shit, is just things that do too much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, this doesn't do enough for how long it is. Absolutely. In other words, it needs to be, and I was going to bring this up as possibly the next topic, it needs to be reduced. It needs someone yes. in that Rick Rubin role <laughs> we had for Jesus that Me. was going to pare it down from 120 minutes. To, Wait, a, Rick a, Rubin a had a hand arbitrary. in Jesus? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, Rubin, Kanye Rick called him in. Sonic producer. Really? Kanye co- Not a producer, but a Sonic reducer. producer. Kanye oh called God. Rick Rubin in in the last week before its release. <laughs> and with Rick Rubin, Kanye basically recorded all the fucking vocals for the album. Because again, presumably they were all just him like, poop, scoop, poop. And so he like did all the vocals and then cut down like I'm in it, which is one of my favorite tracks on that. Just sick, perverted filth. Like that song is apparently like six and a half minutes long. And then they got it down to three. So they basically did this with Yeezus. 
basically you can assume he halved the album yeah 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 <laughs> so when i like was like okay so this is gonna be the final cut of donda it's not gonna be like a compact listen i was like okay i'm gonna i'm fucking taking matters into my own hands you're, you're gonna be the rick rubin you've made your own edit <laughs> yes exactly the, uh, challenge that i set on twitter before we get on to what you've done this is and i think this is I'll just quote myself like a big shot. Like <laughs> um, a real good practical audio editing exercise would be using the release version and the bootleggers of the three listening events construct the best 60 minute version of Donda. That you oh, that's can. basically what I did. Yeah, there's a lot of tracks on here, especially on re-listen, which are almost like an Insta skip for me. But there's enough content in here for there to be like a really solid album, I think. Very Combat. easy choices you can make first off. Like, for example, the last four tracks are just duplicates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just, can, that is so annoying, man. Yeah. They are not part the dance twos. Don't call them part twos. Do you prefer the dancehall singer or the little man, tiny little man? The dancehall <laughs> dance dance <laughs> dance verse is much better. Right, Which right. song like, is that? Like, the only, instantly get that rid of that's the other okay, okay. That is. That's oh, okay. Yeah. The first appearance of Jesus Lord, of yeah. course. My version of OK OK is a minute and a half long. I just kept the Kanye stuff <laughs> in it. Get. OK OK sounds like Kanye doing a Drake song. Well, the, I the think deliberately. I, heard that, I was like, yeah, this sounds like it should be an opening track on a Drake album or something. Because he's like that, definitely you know? <laughs> dissing Drake on that track, for sure. All you rappers sound like me. Yeah. Can't tell who from who. You've got no identity. Can't yeah. tell you from you. That's 100%, <laughs> again, him just saying, like, on that awesome leaked track with Andre 3000 where he's like saying I made 808 so I'm all your daddy or something uh. like he, he resents that he thinks that Drake someone who was just doing Kanye light music is like the biggest rapper in the world and he's gonna fucking remind him that like yo I'm the like most influential here yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the closest thing to Einstein that this generation and the, f- and the fact that Drake decided to release his album two weeks after Kanye's Mm. And it's also similarly really too long. And Drake always does this. Drake is not an albums artist, full stop. Like, he's a singles artist. He's a features artist, mostly, to be honest. At one point, he was basically the guy, the go-to guy. Like, in the late 2000s, Lil Wayne was your guy. Like, if you got him as a feature, then it would be a smash. It would be in the top 40s. And Drake was that guy Mm. for a few years. And some of his own singles were pretty big as well. But he's not an album artist, you know? But then he does these overly long albums with 80% filler. And you're like, why? Maybe he really does see himself as like some actual artiste or something, you know? But the guy, he's a pop star. And that's fine. Just embrace that. You're a pop star. Do you think he's trying to imitate Kanye? He's kind of overblown grandiosity, but he's got label guys that are like, no, Drake. And he's like, oh. <laughs> His no, ghostwriters just Drake, can't Drake, come up with Drake that is shit. Similar, Drake is similar to Kanye, just, I'm sure, in the sense that he's so big that... This guy's like, just making back down all the time. He's, he's only surrounded by yes men. He's one of those mm. guys that's so big and he's so well-known that there'll be very few people who, at least he would surround himself, who would probably say that something he's doing is probably not a great idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you think even Pusha T's like, yeah, man, cut me off the album. <laughs> I find the Pusha T-Kanye relationship quite touching. Yeah. <laughs> but you'd think that Pusha would be the kind of guy who'd fight his corner. I guess yeah. he knows who's paying the bills at the end yeah. of the day. So... He's keeping it frosty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good way of describing it. And also a cocaine pun. Uh-huh. This is what they pay me the big (laughs) (laughs) Right, so we've got like three and a half hours of this shit, so like tune in next time to hear more. Peace out. And my favorite principal name was Mrs. Wooten.
she was strict, the perfect instructor for young Putin. Vladimir, just so that is clear. Told Drake, don't play with me on GD. And he sent that message to everybody. So if I hit you with a WYD, you better hit me with, yes, sir, I'm writing everything you need. I told you I was gonna take the summer back. So any other cap won't take none of that. Where my motherfucking red hat? Security and the nannies be forever handling. I can't stand it. It's tech, it's exciting, it's young people, it's crowdsourcing.